Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. In the middle of the night, I heard some people popping balloons. Seemed like it was outside my window, but I could definitely hear people bursting balloons on the street. I presume it was the Welsh, maybe, sending spy balloons across to spy on Ireland, maybe to, I don't know, spy on our agricultural methods. I'm not really too sure. Could have been maybe spy balloons sent from the Isle of Man. I don't know. Hard to say. Isle of Man, that's probably a bit problematic now to say, really, isn't it? I think we should start some kind of petition. Or it could just be the amount of hen parties up and down the street, because I live on a street where there are nightclubs. It's very hard to say I was in bed, but I spent a fretful night thinking about the implications of the bursting of balloons outside my window. Who knows? Who knows? Welcome to Agitators Anonymous's... Anonymous's... Agitators Anonymous Tuesday Heavy Metal Miscellany, whatever you want to call it. It's the kind of short, sharp and sweet version of the podcast that just comes out on Tuesday, which is mainly just me waffling about rock and heavy metal and all sorts of other stuff. There was a... That was a rather awful attempt at comedy. I, I can admit that. My friend says, don't do comedy. You're just not fucking funny. Um, well, yeah, he may have a point. I maybe should not give up the day job. Whatever the day job may have been or is, I do not know. Anyway, what am I going to talk about today? For a start, the podcast has a returning sponsor, which is Metal Blade. Um, So you need to go to www.indie, as in the music we all hate, indie, I-N-D-I-E, merch.com slash Metal Blade. Um. You'll find the link underneath in the podcast description and you can use the promo code AA2023 and you'll get 10% off. There's some cool stuff up there. There's some um, actually limited editions of the last primordial album, Exile Amongst the Ruins. It's a sort of five um, five vinyl 10-inch box set sort of thing in a hessian bag, the kind that Irish people used to keep their potatoes in. Yeah, more comedy. That's what you've come for. 
If anyone wants me to join any of those, what you call them, late night talk show panels, uh, no problem. I'm up for it. Just uh, slide into my DMs. Pull up to the bumper, baby. So what am I going to waffle about today? Well, first of all, I suppose um, I should explain uh, Primordial has cancelled. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about Primordial today and seeing as the process of songwriting is ongoing. And a few things you think about when you're beginning to write an album or beginning to get to um, that sort of crunch period where you have a month or two left. I'm just going to kind of um, ramble across a few different songwriting ideas, the principles that you may try and apply and a couple of different recording methods, maybe. Um, But I should address this um, cancellation of Hammerfest in England. Uh, We, as a band, tend to not do what my mother would say is dirty laundry in public, i.e. to make big, long, um, random, rambling sort of... I suppose you could say overly personal, over emotive responses to things. It's not really our style. We just try and keep it short and sweet to suggest some of what's happening um, and leave it up to the people who read it or just don't say anything at all, I find is the best way to deal with most things. Um, But I thought I should really kind of address this a little bit because um, according to my uh, listening statistics, the most amount of people in, um, well, this... This ball of ball of dirt we are upon, spinning recklessly throughout outer space, is the United Kingdom, uh, where we were supposed to play this weekend in Birmingham. Um, and the way things go, like um, I suppose I've explained this before, the process of booking a band, it kind of goes a bit like this. Um, let's say you in your town or your um, city, you go. You know what? I feel like I'm going to book myself a little mini festival. You contact. Um, Generally, not the bands directly, but this is often a mistake or a sort of um, a move some people make to try and avoid dealing with the booking agent. Maybe the bands don't have booking agents. Maybe they do. In Primordial's case, we do. But um, generally what happens is, um, excuse me, my throat is a little bit shredded. I've been up all day singing yesterday. And, um, you know, your voice... Uh, like a muscle, I said before, kind of needs a bit of exercising. And when you haven't used it in a while, because, you know, rehearsals are a little bit infrequent. And during the lockdown, during the pandemic, I was playing with the covers band to sort of keep my eye in with the voice. But, you know, it's been quite cold outside. Then you come inside, you go outside um, into the rehearsal room. And um, yeah, your voice can get a bit shredded. So it's got that sexy Irish timbre timber whatever you want to say anyway what am i talking about yeah so you decide i'm going to book a bunch of bands for my festival contact the agents the agents go well they cost this one two three thousand euro five hundred euro whatever it is um the increasing the increasing cost of flights of course um are pushing those fees up and up and up up. but the normal procedure is this um you let's say you book in january a band for your uh, small festival in june Let's say you agree €2,000 is your fee. Well, normally what would happen is that um, increasingly booking agents who take care of the flights, like if the flights come from the fee that you've offered, and that's in the agreement, they might say increasingly lately that 50% of the fee, the deposit, must be paid um, on signing of the contract, of the confirmation contract, or perhaps in a month, so that the people working in the production team, in the agency 
can get on it and get flights. Now, flights, as you've probably noticed, fluctuate quite a lot. They've gone up in price without a doubt, but there's a kind of high peak that they get to and then they kind of slowly come down. So some people have a tactic and they think that two weeks beforehand is the best time to buy a flight. I'm not entirely versed on what the tactics are, but I can tell you for nothing that 10 years ago or so, bringing Primordial to Central Europe um, from Dublin, let's say to play a weekend of shows, you could do it for um, 90 to 150 euro per person return. Now, very often those flights are 350 to 450, sometimes 500. You want to go to um, Norway or Finland or whatever to play, let's say Beyond the Gates or Tuska Festival. Now you're probably looking at a four, five, sometimes 600 euro flight with luggage. Anyway, I digress. But the done thing is that you pay your deposit um, if, if you're booking those bands. So that, you know, it's a kind of a sign of goodwill, a guarantor, so to speak. And then you must pay the other 50% of the fee. Um, let's say if the fee was €2,000 for such for said band. Um, I don't know who you're booking. Mott the Hoople, perhaps, or whatever. Some young person's band these days. Um, so let's say you agree to pay Mott the Hoople €2,000 and you're from Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, well, wherever they're fly- you're flying them in from. Um, you must pay the first 1000 probably within two to three or four weeks of signing that or agreeing the confirmation. Um, an email confirmation, I suppose, can also do um, if it's set out in proper confirmation terms. Um, and then you must pay the rest, let's say, a week beforehand. So in this particular situation, um, Primordial or most bands... They, dev- they never buy their own flights. They very rarely buy their own flights anymore. Um, not a band at the, you know, the relative level that we are at. Because, you know, throughout the years, you learn from experience that you end up getting stung. Or else you book your own flights to get to somewhere. Not enough people show up and um, local promoter does a run or disappears. Um, or comes down with cap in hand and goes, I can't really afford to pay you properly. So it's your guarantor as a musician, as an artist, or whatever you want to say. The risk is with the person booking the band. Um, The risk shouldn't really be placed upon the musician. That's at least how I look at it. If you book a band, well, it's up to you. Um, And if only 50 people show up, you know, what can you do? Um, That's the risk you take. Anyway, in this particular situation, there was no, uh, that deposit was not paid. Um, Confirmation didn't, the confirmation terms, etc. weren't met. And so we were left with the choice of, well, do we pay our own flights to go over to play um, or not? And the answer is, of course, not. We don't do those kind of things. After 30 years, you learn that if you do that kind of thing, you're probably going to get stung. So you can put um, you can put the scenario together. So if you were traveling to see us this weekend in Birmingham, Alabama, um, uh, I am Mott uh, the Hoople. Um, you will now know why we will not appear. And so I would hope to reconfirm, well, you know, to reschedule something because we had a gig, um, we had a gig in Birmingham on our tour with Swallow the Sun that was moved uh, for, no, it seemed like no particular reason um, to South End or something like this, which was just a, you know, a disaster really. Although if you were at the show in South End, all 40 or 50 of you and you enjoyed it, well, good for you. Um, Anyway, so I thought I should address that and waste half of the Tuesday's Heavy Metal Miscellany by waffling. But that's kind of how it works in the booking world. Um, You 
you know, make your choice, pick your bands, but you've got to send the deposit out. That's one of the reasons why there are so many. Um, what happens is that there's so many people who I think they go, they, they come from whatever town or city and they go to a festival. They really enjoy themselves and they think, God, well, this would be great in our area. But don't really take into account whatever the sort of demographics, the scene def- demographics are in their area. Maybe, you, you know, you should be thinking about, well, what is, do we have a cheap airport near, a cheap airline near? How people, you know, what are the scenes like in the surrounding area? Can people drive there? Is it expensive? Are hotels expensive? Um, there's so many different things to consider. And also, just sometimes it's complete overkill. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Because... You know, the energy crisis is showing people that, uh, especially now, they have less and less money. And in times like that, uh, spending money on, you know, gigs and things like that, it seems like a luxury. So this is why many, many festivals fail. Now, it's a kind of unspoken, unwritten rule that you don't discuss uh, the fees of bands. I mean, I've just disclosed to you what the fee for Mott the Hoople um, is. I don't think probably Mott the Hoople have been mentioned so many times on any particular podcast for, well, at least 40 or 50 years. Um, But the point being that it's a kind of unspoken rule. And if I did actually, you know, lay out, you know, there's a couple of bands that headline big festivals that you go to that are paid two, three, four hundred thousand euro for that one show. You might um, your brain might, you know, um, melt out your ears. And it's also one of the reasons why the bands in the middle get completely squeezed, very much like the, um, you know, the sort of principles of the World Economic Forum, i.e. to make us all serfs. No, what am I talking about? Just waffle. Um, the point being that it's bands in the middle who make a little bit who get squeezed. The bands at the top 
can be insulated from much of these costs and they just charge more and more money. And you would be, um, it would make your head spin how much some vans charge. Anyway, that's not really the point. The point is that's how the booking procedure goes. And if you don't meet the deposit, well, I think as a band you shouldn't be um, paying for your own flights to go. Anyway, so... What was I going to say? Yes, the the songwriting process. People have asked, sent me questions about it, about how does it go. Um, and I kind of feel it goes a bit like this. There are some bands I know, great bands, who make 10, 20, 30 demos of particular songs. Um, they hone everything to the nth degree and leave nothing to chance in the studio. But that's really not the primordial way to do things, or at least our way of doing things. But there's a moment where a song starts to become a song. It sort of, it begins to take on a bit more gravity, a bit more weight. It has, starts to have a structure. And once it reaches 40, 50, 60% done, it begins to feel like, oh, this is a song. Um, in the beginning, you give things silly names. Um, you know, like um, we have a song at the moment called High on Fuel Arsa, because somehow it sounds a bit to me like High on Fire mixed with the first song from our first album, Fuel Arsa. Um, you know, uh, Kieran goes camping or whatever, you know, uh, gently mocking our uh, esteemed leader, Mr. Williams. And um, this kind of thing. And then once it goes from having a kind of a daft name to a quite serious name and the lyrics start to take a shape, um, then the riffs, the structures, people are arguing about, well, do you do this four? Do you do this six? Where's the breakdown? Uh, you know, where's the mosh part? Where's the middle eight? Where's the whatever? Um, things began begin to have a structure. We don't trade files. Uh, it's a no-no. In fact, it's kind of like a law. We have to be in the room together, just like we were in 91. Um, convenience is not the way to make heavy metal. Um, and you must be, I think, in the room together, arguing, shouting, sweating, getting pissed off, um, and but also creating magic sometimes. Uh, sometimes, you know, like a, a riff will be played just like yesterday where we were rehearsing all day and I'll just be looking at my book, my books of lyrics. I have all my books from 1991, about four books just full of words and I'll be looking at something and it'll go, ah, oh, this just goes with this riff. This makes sense. Eureka! As, um, who was that said that? Archimedes, was it? Um, when you were sitting in the bath. Have I got that right? Possibly. Who knows? Anyway, um, then you go, ah, this must fit. And you start to sing and everybody looks at each other and goes, oh, right. OK, so that's the verse. And they go, OK, so what's about the chorus? And once you get to 50, 60, 70 percent, you realize you got your eye in with a song. Now, we always leave 10, 20, 30 percent to the studio. You sort of trust in yourself as a musician to um, come up with the goods, you know, deliver the goods. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, to come up with that x factor that spice that extra part in the studio and i really like the pressure there are lyrics that i've written in half an hour um, and everybody's shouting at me going well, we've got to get out of the studio at eight and it's 6 p.m and you know you've just trusting yourself okay i know what i'm trying to say i know what i'm gonna say um and the words just come out and you go in and you nail the vocal in one take or two takes i'm not a man who will go over and over and over and over things i don't have any patience for that if it feels right it feels right did they do 25 takes in 19, you know, for the first Black Sabbath album? No, they did not. So it's good enough for the goose. It's good enough for the gander, um, whatever you want to say. And so, no, I don't go over and over and over things. There's a few things here and there, but if you do one take and it's great, okay, a few things might be a bit out of tune or dip in and out, but that's the spirit within which it's meant. Leave it. That's what I think. I don't, I'm not into fixing things, but I suppose that's why I'm not the vocalist for Archspire or whatever. 
Anyway, and when does a lyric become a lyric? Um, you you have to write bad lyrics to get to some of the good lyrics. Um, I did the podcast, you know, last week about Nick Cave, and I read out the AI formulated lyric that was supposed to be like Nick Cave, and we all could agree it was pretty awful. But you've got to write some awful stuff to get to the next bit. So, I mean, maybe I should employ AI to try and rip off my own lyrics and um, uh, write some awful ones so I can steal a couple of lines. But all of a sudden, then something hits you, and it could be something really, really. Um, really, really simple. I don't know. Um, in the street, I was sitting in the street the other day and somebody was singing um, or playing Hallelujah. I mean, the wonderful song. Um, my version that comes into my head is the Leonard Cohen version uh, on the violin and people were just walking by and I was just sort of casually just looking at the people's faces and it just sort of struck me. Um, you know, when is the last time you heard this? And I began to think about well, maybe the first line of this new song could be um, the last time I heard Hallelujah um, and then something else, you know. And I wrote it down. And I thought that that reads quite nice. And then the next day you're um, sitting in rehearsal and the metric, the meter of the hard consonants of Hallelujah fit into this um, this riff. Now, whether I'll use it or not remains to be seen, but there's no hard or fast rules about and where the lyrics come from, they can merely, you know, they can be travel, they can be a book you're reading, they can be many different things. But in this particular instance, it was just sitting in this um, street, in this old town square, looking at the architecture, looking at the people. And that just happened to be playing, some guy playing it on a violin. And I thought, there's something oddly poignant about this. And I tried to think about when was the last time I heard this? As many people have, because it's, I think, one of the most covered songs in the world. Anyway. I'm divulging my secrets, the secret sauce, the secret evil sauces. There is no secret. Um, one thing I will say that I think, uh, you know, when it comes to sort of writing the lyrics, um, there, like I said, there's no hard and fast rules, but you've got to sort of be open to interpretation or at least to influence from many different things. And sometimes I just pick up the phone and I write them on my phone. People find that very odd. And because I think they imagine you have some, you know, some quill and ink and some old parchment um, and you're writing by candlelight. But sometimes you're not. You're sitting on the train and there's a, you know, there's some some um, there's some lad in a tracksuit opposite you eating an ice cream and you're just looking at him. And then you go, oh, yeah. And then you think about, I don't know, something completely different. And a lyric comes out and you put it into your phone. Sorry, I'm, you're destroying the magic. This is how you destroy your legacy, my friends. You destroy your um, magical reputation. Anyway, I think one of the most important things, maybe looking at the recording of the new album, is the idea. Too many albums, um, I think right now, especially heavy metal albums, have the same tone and dynamics. Like if you listen to those awful, well, they're good songs, the new Metallica songs, but the tone is awful. Um, the two guitar tones on either side. I mean, what are they? But I think one of the things too many people do now is they just use plugins and inputs and they think they have a different sound from left to right, but they don't. They just multi-track with the same guitar sound. This time I am determined to set up um, two different amps, two different rooms, two different mics, Make try and make everyone use different guitars um, and try and get everyone to pl play on their different songs, all that kind of stuff, to get those two tones that Holt Hunalt, that Tipton Downing, Hanneman King, those old tones where you knew, ah, from the feedback, this is Tom G. Warrior's tone. 
Anyway, anyway, anyway. We'll see what happens. The process is moving. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's nemthiango underscore primordial and primordial underscore official. Um, my friends, it's Tuesday's random ramble heavy metal miscellany. We shall see you on Friday for the slightly more serious, the slightly more in-depth version of the podcast. Um, if you think there is something that I should be talking about, let me know. Um, I'll get into those Chinese spy balloons or those Welsh spy balloons or whatever else. My friends, over and out, Agitators Anonymous. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm.